what is up ladies and gentlemen episode 18 coming at you live we might be like seven minutes late but it's fine what's going on guys juice wayne kyle we got x oh I'm like, okay at least as if it's not obvious or anything what's going on boys how we doing today i'm swell very swell it's another good one indubitably indubitably just another sunday 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 true i just had a bunch of games come out they're fucking fire oh yeah we did have a bunch of games come out you've been you've been on the grind yeah i know kyle's been on that grind I've been grinding like crazy. I got how many hours I got in Persona? It came out Friday. I've already got like 15 hours. Um, (laughs) Damn. Been playing uh, a little bit of Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. We uh, we played through most of, well, we played through all of Suicide Squad up to like some of the endgame shit. Um, What do you think of Suicide Squad? It is, honestly... (laughs) <laughs> it's a great game when you don't have a bitch in your ear telling you it's bad. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. Uh, Facts, it's it's, yeah. it's not a perfect game. It's not going to win any awards. It's not on my list of, you know, game of the year <laughs> candidates. But it, the gameplay is really fun. Um, you know, the gunplay feels good. The guns look and sound cool. The effects are cool for a looter shooter. Um, traversal is amazing feels really good um performances and story are really solid um it's it's grindy and repetitive and shameless but that's what a looter shooter is so you know (laughs) you kind of sign up for that um we we got about 30 hours in and then we were like you know what new content comes out in march and we're gonna give them some time to put some patches out to you know get new content out uh and and that's kind of where we're sitting it's it's a very solid game i think i don't know if i'd recommend people go out and buy it for 70 bucks i think the game would have been really really solidly received at like 40 or 50 um in fact if if i had my way if they put me in charge of rocksteady tomorrow what i would do is i i would make the game free to play and then give everyone like that bought the game a uh like a year pass and then charge per seasons like destiny does um because then you know you get people in on the base game and they play it and they realize hey it's actually good because right now no one's playing it because the whole internet wants the game to fail so no one's like buying in and checking it out so realistically your your game's gonna end up dying unless you release dlc that's just so fucking phenomenal that you pull a bunch of people in when it goes on sale but the thing is is all of the seasonal content that that they're that they're releasing is free so you're not going to make a whole lot of profit off of those people that come in on a sale. Um, there is an in-game store with some costumes in it, and those costumes are kind of ass cheeks right now. Um, but I think they could do a lot more with it, especially if the game were free. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm never a big fan of a microtransaction store in a full-paid game. I think that's kind of shitty. Um, and. Yep. Honestly, with a lot of these live service esque games, charging box price is kind of weird. So I don't understand why they didn't make it cheaper or free. Um, it it oh. almost kind of feels like they made a a real decent game and then just kind of made some decisions like they're wanting it to fail. Um, but 
I mean, as far as the game itself is concerned, we had a great time with it. In fact, we were we were playing it last night and we were going to play it all night last night. But um, we got into a late game mission where you have to. So the way it works is you have to grind missions to get these special coins that allow you to buy in to special end game missions called um, incursions. That's what they're called. And those incursions give you special item sets. So right now there's a Bane set going on. And when you have so many items in a set, they give you a set bonus. All the weapons and stuff do different things, have different effects. It's pretty cool. Mm. Um, and we got into a mission like that, and it, it bugged out, and there was one enemy that wouldn't die. It was, like, invincible and bugged out. And when you couldn't kill that one enemy, it stopped you from finishing the mission. And so we were like, mm. we were like, if, if we have to guys. grind materials to get into these missions and then the missions are going to bug out even like 10 to 20 percent of the time it's going to piss us off so that's why we're yeah. like you know set it aside we'll come back to it later i don't want to come to hate this game like i do destiny when i put you know 300 hours into it and then we're like wow everything sucks um <laughs> yeah so you know it's buggy it's weird but it's also pretty phenomenal um so it's it's good but it's complicated <laughs> interesting so a little, a little different from what I saw. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really understand the I gameplay. Mean, I just saw I, some streams. Yeah. Go ahead. That's always been that way with, like, uh, with those games. You know, uh, uh, Arkham City wasn't, like, exactly – I don't think – I wouldn't think anybody would say it's the greatest one. But, man, each each time, the game was still fun to play. Arkham City oh, was still 100%. fun, and Arkham Knight was still fun. Um, 100%. You know, there's a lot of I mean I get it Arkham Knight is so long it's so grindy I mean going around and getting all the the, yeah. the Riddler trophies and stuff right, those are bad but by like the way. oh wonderful <laughs> yeah it's, it's fun. the Riddler they're trophies wonderful. are a fucking pain bro yeah they're they're traversal Such challenges wait is making me think is Suicide Squad a WB game yes oh oh I didn't know that yeah and it's in the Arkhamverse um I I, I feel like some of us know that here we talk about it but. It's uh, I feel like DC Comics fans, you know, just like Marvel fans sometimes are pretty vocal. Um, I feel like they are. I believe, quick the, word, to... I believe the word you're looking for is rabid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, I mean, the and when you mix those groups with the looter shooter crowd, which is also oh, kind of rabid. I mean, yeah. you get a bunch of people that you interact with and you swear their helmets are on too tight. Like, it, it's <laughs> just, it's really hard to interface with sometimes. And it was really insane to see that just based on a couple trailers shown early on, that snowballed into, like, almost the entirety of the internet that is, like, in that space. Yeah. Essentially wanting the game to fail. I mean, it's it, it was so weird to me. and. um Usually I'm not on this side of this whole thing. Usually if if a game looks shitty and, you know, we're all betting it's going to fail, usually there's a reason for it. And I feel like I'm, I'm on the weird side that's like, I'm going to make my own opinion on it. And I actually ended up liking it a lot. Because um, even now, I mean, we have a lot of reviewers that came out post-launch when the embargo came up and they said, hey, you know, we were wrong. This game is actually a lot better than we anticipated it being. And then there's also a lot of creators who, before it came out, said, this game is fucking awful, it's going to suck. And then it came out, and they're like, yeah, I was totally right. And it's 
it's it's very polarizing um honestly it's almost worth it to get it and play it just to like experience that to be a part of the 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 discussion that's happening because it is really interesting it's it's something we don't get very often well when you listen to publications like ign religiously you're always going to have a bad time yeah ig dude (laughs) ign didn't get a review code for this game because they had a guy is that why they're uh, so mad (laughs) yeah exactly so they had a guy come out um during an early preview and say something about the game not being very good or that they didn't like it and wb didn't send them a review code for that and ever since then all they have done about that game is publish terrible things about it Uh, and it's like first they did a a a weird review where the review gave it a score lower than redfall which was kind of wild um but then beyond that they went out and they they made a whole article about how they didn't think that the game did honor to uh kevin conroy's performance as batman since it's one of his last performances and it it just it feels so weird and ham-fisted and unnecessary and it it feels targeted you know it's 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 been a very very weird time for ign and it 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 is not a good look i'll be honest actually some hater bro that's straight up I need to follow yeah. up with WB because I just applied for a product analyst position a couple like last oh, week. But They're about to say, listen, this game, you know, it's fine. We sold seven copies. We're, you know, we'd love to hire you, but we're about to lay off 1,100 people. So good luck. <laughs> Damn, man. Anyway. That's got me really kind of really, really wanting to go back and play the Batman games again they're good man they're really fucking good and i i, I really them. do recommend if you guys are uh, you know at all in that looter uh looter shooter space I, I i think suicide squad is definitely worth a play i don't regret buying it for 80 bucks i'll probably end up picking it up after i get through the fucking rp fucking bug that's in my brain still i hear you <laughs> <laughs> anyways we have our lovely guest, X, Mario, Kaizo, Connoisseur, Metrovania, side de- side platform scroller, fucking connoisseur. How you doing, my dude? How is life? What you been playing? What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, you know this is this is a lot of fun, and uh, life's good. Uh, yeah, so I've been playing um, the Messenger, which is an older Metroidvania. Some uh, re- I am hearing myself. Hold on. Why am I hearing myself? Oh, that's got monitoring on. All right, boom. Sorry, I'm bad. <laughs> um, yes, the Messenger, older Metroidvania. It's got some really cool things. It kind of starts out like uh, um, almost like Castlevania. It looks more sightsee and not. Uh, not anything special um and then it starts dropping some really cool stuff uh you end up traveling in the future when that happens all the levels you went to you can go back and there's points where you have to go between the future and the past get to different paths very it's great reuse sets of games and funner areas that you missed very cool stuff interesting Love that that Hello? and uh, uh oh sorry go ahead 
breaking up a bit. Playing, I was. Dumb. I can't even tell what he's saying. Come no. back, brother. No, no, no. Go for it. Me? We're getting like hurricane force winds over here. Oh, great. Am I... Yeah, it sounds like it's affecting your internet a little yeah, bit. So I'm trying to. Sometimes oh, you sound perfectly fine. Other times it's like um, we hear one word. There we go. That was happening. Uh, that's happening in Fremont. For anyone who's familiar with the Bay Area, our we have a big fat metal table in our backyard. I mean, thick, uh, thick boy, and that whole thing got fucking flipped over by the wind. Oh my! Really? God. Oh and my god! I saw that and I was like, it's like guys, that's not. It's like that's a heavy fucking table, and the wind knocked it over. I was like, all right, we're fucked. That's, that's not light like stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, oh it's it's like that whole house better. Word. That's better. That's better. He's back. Now, yeah, it's better. Alrighty. Okay, anyway, you were talking about the For messenger. Now, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, the messenger. So, um, you know, I I like anything that reuses assets in a like a unique way. Right. Um, and that's one of the best things about that game is like being able to go back through, see new paths where you're like looking before and being like there's no way I can get to that exit on the side of the screen and then you're like, "Oh, that's what that was." And that little connection just makes everything super cool. Okay. game lacks yeah. a little bit in combat because it's really only just one thing you just run forward and slash it's happening again isn't it it is no, oh, you're good. Uh, you, can hear you. you just run forward and slash and uh that's really all you have um another cool mechanic is every time you hit something you can get another jump so it makes it it makes you strategically think about what you need to attack before you jump across mm. like a pit because you have to have a plan to get across it's very that cool. Really it's great. And it's an older game. I did get it off anybody who's, you know, watching this. I think it's still on sale uh, on Steam for only like five bucks. It was oh, uh, steel. <laughs> Absolute damn. steel. It's uh, I always I love kind of games like that. I, traditionally, I've never been a huge like Metroidvania fan because I I really enjoy exploration in games. But for some reason, in some of these Metroidvania titles, like. I have a really hard time backtracking through levels because sometimes they make you go crazy and go way back. And it's my brain's not made for that, I think. <laughs> but um, I do love kind of this this angle of like using combat as also a part of your traversal traversal kit. Um, so something that I've been playing recently that, that's really kind of relevant to that is uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to try it, but the new Prince of Persia game that came out a couple weeks ago um it oh, is yeah, yeah. a it is a side scrolling metroidvania masterpiece it's fucking phenomenal it's got really in-depth combat um it is an absolutely gorgeous game and it is like metroidvania to a t um made by uh, uh, one of ubisoft's better studios um really mm -hmm. well received um i highly Toronto? recommend it i've had a great time with it what so that was, was actually funny what you were mentioning earlier uh Sorry. Oh, uh, no, I was actually the, Toronto, the studio, the, like the Microsoft studio. I'm oh, looking yeah, it up yeah. right now which one made it. I think it is, um, oh, it just says Ubisoft. It's, oh, Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know why I said Toronto. Makes sense. Oh, that, no, wait, that was, uh, <laughs> that was the Sands of Time. The Lost Crown was by... I mean, those those games are always really fun. Like when you go through the story, and they like they give you an item to go through the story again to then explore everything else that 
you know, you couldn't yeah, previously have access like, to. Yeah, true. That's yep. what I like. True. I, dude, for some reason. Very much so. The internet does I not want to tell me which Ubisoft studio. Oh, it's Ubisoft Montpellier. Montpellier. Oh, is that, oh, is that the France one or whatever? Yeah, it's uh, apparently it's like um, those two don't know. That means salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm totally> <laughs> I know you also have been working on some um, some Kaizo levels, right? Of yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm building my own Kaizo hack. Um, it's uh, a lot of work that I wasn't really. Uh, intending you know i thought really i could just you know build a level and like everything's there but man you know starting to learn um how asm works and how like you know ram and free ram work within the realm of what's going on in your level it, it's it's crazy it's, it's gotten so in depth i was just saying earlier uh there's a level design contest every year called kldc and people have been making these huge strides to where um, someone was able to reprogram all the assets of Super Mario World to be a top-down plane shooter. Oh, for what? like three or four levels. That's yeah, true. yeah. So like it like it like runs it like runs Koopas at you like you're playing like Galaga or something. You know, like, or what are those old uh, R type? <laughs> yeah, 1942. Very, very. Yeah, 1942 exactly. Yeah, twin stick oh, shooter. I hear you. Shooter. There you go. Um, yeah. It, it's a uh, very, very cool, very cool stuff, man. And uh, it's only gotten bigger. You know, the pandemic, everybody had time to learn something. And a lot of people, like a lot of people started making Mario hacks. Uh, we, we had a huge creator influx of all these first-time creators, all these people who came back because they didn't think they ever had time to make another hack. Um, some of the craziest stuff. Uh, and it's it's just only getting bigger and it's getting more and more detailed and and crazier we have now hacks that aren't supposed to be beaten by people but are being beaten by people uh <laughs> stuff that people thought was only tasks you know tasks uh applicable and you know human beings are dead somebody a couple thousand hours on the hardest rta viable hack hackers dreams um and uh it it's getting to watch that kind of stuff is so crazy uh getting to play it is a little less fun but <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's nuts so, I, I love I shit like that man it. i really love shit like that it's i love good. when there are dedicated like uh like there's a core audience for for these like smaller more niche communities for older titles especially in like modding communities or rom hacks um i know like pokemon has a pretty big scene for that uh that's fucking phenomenal um i have a quick question for you uh, uh so you mentioned yeah. that some of the um yeah. Some of the hacks are not intended to be beaten by people, beaten by people, or not expected to be. Are there are there ROM hacks, or is there like a part of the community that makes ROM hacks specifically to, like, only be completed by tools, like tool assisted? Absolutely, yeah. And actually, there's a there's a classification for it called a, a PIT, which is, stands for possible in theory, and uh, <laughs> it's some of the. It's some of the craziest, fastest, wild things that you've ever seen. Only a couple of people have beaten pit hacks, not many, and I understand why because it's a lot of. <laughs> I mean, like Mario. One of the nice, fun things about Mario is the freedom of movement, right? 
it feels good to jump and it feels good to clear obstacles. It feels good to bounce off Koopas, smashing turrets, if you would say, uh, per chance. Uh, <laughs> smash turrets but, every Sunday. <laughs> but when you play these hacks, they reduce your movement so much that sometimes it's just, it's just nerve ending and just rage worthy. And uh, I, so I don't know. I think that a lot of people don't have the mental uh, ability to eat some of these hacks. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it would be. I mean, just... Like I said, the the one guy who, sorry, the one guy who who beat the hardest hack. It was thirteen hundred hours. Like I don't, oh. I don't think I've ever spent spent oh, thirteen hundred nah. hours beating a game. Dude, <laughs> like I, oh, nah. I can't say that. First of all, I can't go into that. But I do get it. Like it's. It feels really taxing on your brain. You almost have to approach it from like an academic academic standpoint because it is entirely focused around perfect inputs. You know, I mean, it's it's about focusing on getting getting the buttons pressed exactly when you need to. And that's I mean, in some circles, I, I know people that would, you know, not even consider that playing a game, you know. So well, I could it's, consider it's like it, a whole different uh, thing. Absolutely. A lot of I, I, I get that all the time. What was that? Uh, I was gonna say one could consider it uh, hackademic. <laughs> hackademic, I love it. I mean, right, I, I mean, had a name I'm, for my. I'm hack on fire today, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're we're, we're making oh, a dictionary. Fire. Yeah. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. I kind of want to try some kinds of levels just to, just to say I did, but I don't know. I don't know how. Well, that's the great thing. <laughs> Dude, there's so many beginner hacks that you could definitely beat. You're a good enough gamer. You've played enough games that you could beat these hacks. Definitely. Um, you know, it's, it's, and it's all about starting where it's approachable. Um, there's a, there's a famous story about someone who tried um, Grand Pool 2, which is a huge, very huge, very hard hack as their first hack. And they, they beat it. It took them like months and months and months of time <laughs> playing just that. And they never played Kaizo ever again. <laughs> never played Kaizo That's ever the again. Kind of shit I would like, do. If you start where it's, a, yeah, if you start where it's approachable and you find the fun things you play, I I stopped playing kind of harder hacks because it just wasn't fun anymore. And like you said, it's mentally taxing. Dying repeatedly at the same thing is <laughs> just is it's just over. oh bro yeah dude. And it so they also have what they call fast retry now so before when you know you die in super mario world they, you the click mario goes up he goes down they play the little fanfare you go back to the map you go back in now they just have it where you die and it just respawns you back where you start and so the death loop is like faster it's like you died faster again and again and again whereas if you have that little bit to calm down and be like okay let me think about like what did i what was i just looking at yeah what did i do wrong no no do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. It is like almost kind of cathartic though, because as someone that has done speed running quite a bit in the past, um, I, I put quite a bit of time into learning like 16 star Super Mario 64, um, some other, you know, Odyssey, you know, other Mario platformers, Sunshine. Um, it's it, I feel like it kind of comes from the same place where there there is a certain I said it before, there's a catharsis there when you carve out a new section that you're able to do. I mean, it's it's like very trackable progress when you're you're either figuring out the inputs that you need in the order you need them and, you know, how to do it, 
to i mean i liken it a lot to to tracking times in speed runs you know tracking pbs it's it's just it's a really weird type of gaming that i think kind of originates way back in like time trials and shit like that but it's i mean just the ability to watch yourself get better and better and better i think i definitely do kind of see the appeal even if to a lot of people they would just get pissed and walk away you know i i think there's definitely a space for a community for that obviously since there is but yeah and i mean you you see it with uh i i think one of the things that is i don't really like to talk too much good stuff about twitch but one of the things that (laughs) twitch has done has brought like has brought the fact that like challenges are there's so many more challenges now oh yeah you know no hits and uh you know no damage and no, all these you know no death no saving no it's it's crazy you look at like elden ring runners like they will just like minimize what they can do so much so that they can play the game again and like have it be a fun challenge and i think i think compared mixed with the pandemic and some other things like it really just like you said it turned all those people that are like oh wait i love these kind of like really hard things I can do this and I'm going to try to do it. And then you get hooked. Yup. No, that, I mean, that's exactly true. Um, especially the Twitch bit. Uh, it, I grew up watching speed runs. I mean, my friends and I always thought they were cool. Um, I never would have attempted one unless I, you know, I, I mean, I came to Twitch. I, I made friends. One of my friends was a super Mario 64 speed runner. And I just, you know, I talked to him and he was like, you could do this. And so I did it. Uh, and the idea of like that competition, not just on like this huge level where you've got these people on the leaderboards that are ranking, you know, top five, top 10, whatever. Uh, but just even within like viewer brackets or, or within friend groups on Twitch, I, it's, I feel like it's really done a lot to kind of revolutionize the, the speed running scene. Um, and we see every day other speed runners kind of start to gain footholds in, in these viewer brackets too. Um, I found out about a, a speed run for this really old Hobbit video game through Twitch, and it's totally oh phenomenal. Um, it's it, it's really great. I think that's a really salient point. Really? Yeah. When that game yeah, came that, out. Uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, bring, bring me back to Willow on the NES. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for real. I was oh, um, I was hanging out with. Uh, chatter the other day and um we went to go eat and ate some food and she drugged me to like this half price bookstore um kind of place uh of course she spent hours there and they had um they had a little they they even had like a little video game like audiobook section just like a couple old 360 games and stuff and i saw fable 2 there and i was like oh my god damn i am old i was like i was like shit now i want to go through my games and make sure i have this so that maybe i have to come back and buy this but i'm pretty sure i have a copy of it but now i know now i know Bro, where I'm to find gonna... say fable 2 to this day i've never had a game that has like hit on the same feelings as fable one did for me Facts. it's like i don't know what it is but like and, and that's not to say that i hold fable is like one of the greatest games of all time I, I think it's a really good game i had a great time with it 
but it just there's there's a certain fabled experience that I got when I was younger playing it and and fable 2 really that I just have never gotten again and I I have my doubts about whether this fable remake that's getting worked on is going to replicate that um for some reason I well and it's not even the same thing but I for some reason I kind of get feelings like that from avowed which they're about to release obsidian's new game um but God, what a fucking what a time to be alive to have lived through Fable, man. This uh, to really it, to be through that whole Xbox 360 era. Holy shit, there was some yep. amazing banger games. Oh my god, dude! I think yeah. back on like the original Xbox, and I'm like, fuck, uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. There was yeah. a Jedi Knight game. Um, oh my fuck. god. We had some good ass games in that era, man. Fable just had such a good story. And yeah, one, the first w- Fable was on it was was it on the Xbox or was it on the 360? Uh I think the first one was on the Xbox. It was. I'll, it I'll was. have to double check on that. Yeah, okay. Um but honestly, one thing that I think that I really can't say i've seen replicated or replicated well coming from fable is the fact that the more you use something like magic range whatever the -hmm. more experience you're going to receive in that field that's one thing i haven't seen like well executed since then which is kind of wild to me honestly yeah, Sir, man. have you ever played GTA San Andreas? Because <laughs> okay. if you have, well, I mean, there's that. Then but... you'll know. The more you run, the better your conditioning. <laughs> so there, there's the more that. You eat. You gotta hit. You gotta the, hit that the gym. The fatter you get. <laughs> that sounds like real life, brother. Bro, I don't want that, bro. If you're not in that gym, hitting the like hitting the weights and like and like kickboxing, they're just like, yeah, you're skinny and or you've been eating too much. Uh, I, lo- I don't know why they got rid of that, by the way. I love the mechanic of Bounce Injuries. Uh, honestly, I don't it, I don't get it. It's like, mechanic. it's just like, it makes sense for progression in any kind of game. It's just, I don't True. know if it's just difficult to code. Like, everybody's like, oh shit, it's basically just a, there's a fucking five, ten more experience bars that we have to fucking code into the game. So let's just say fuck it. <laughs> You know, well, I, I'm gonna be honest though. I, I think that in some spaces it's very intentionally left out because I mean, we see a lot with like Ubisoft games, right? That that going too all in on one aspect of a game's experience can have an adverse effect. I mean, yeah. like, look at like their HUDs where they add all these collectibles and bars and shit on your screen, and then you end up hating that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost feel mm-hmm. like it is like. You could put it in there, but a lot of devs are probably going to look at you and say something like, okay, but like, does it enhance the game in any way? And in GTA, kind of, because like running around, other than when you're stealing somebody's car, is like your main move, you know, method of movement and shit. So it kind of adds to the game, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think there was, uh, I don't remember which Final Fantasy it was, but uh, when you. When you used a weapon, when you equipped a weapon, like you had to kill so many people with that weapon, and then you got to keep the 
like bonus stats from the weapon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. After that's, you took the weapon. I think that's seven remake. Some Maybe of those some are others, pretty cool. But... I know yeah, a few I, other games who have at just... least tried to do that. Like you just pick up a new weapon and it's like a I guess quote unquote awaken form or some shit after like yeah. you beat a challenge or something. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I I'd like to I'd like to see more of that, but uh, I know it's probably semi difficult, especially <laughs> like branching off into that aspect of like character immersion shit. It's like I don't know. It's like what do you need and what do you not necessarily need? You know? Yeah. Um. Let's let's take it back a little bit. Um. <laughs> we we've kind of like gone off the tracks and drove perfectly but like let's let's hop back on here um x could you tell us a little bit about like how far back this this kaizo scene goes because you were telling me before the show started that there were some like the original kaizo hack was from like 2000 and was it six or seven somewhere in there wait really 2000 uh 2006 yeah 2006 so actually the tool that um everybody uses to do these rom hacks called lunar magic it was out when I was in high school in like the nineties. Uh, <laughs> people have been doing this for like a long, long time. Damn. Uh, and, but Kaizo itself, when it got made into this, it was actually, it was first, you might've heard asshole Mario. It kind of got some internet legend fame from mm-hmm. watching people play it and raging hard. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, Tony Takamoto created the first like, legitimate kaizo hack in like 2006 i believe is what it is it was called kaizo mario one or it was called kaizo mario world but then he made three of them so we refer to them as kaizo one two and three and kind of like the it's like a kind of a badge to go and back and beat those because they're not they're not good they're not (laughs) they're not made to be played fluidly newer kaizo rests on where you don't stop moving um for some reason that's a thing i don't necessarily like that old kaizo it's like you go you land somewhere safe and it presents you with a new um you know a new challenge that you look at and you have time to look at anyway that's far from the case um after that kind of happened there was a few more hacks but the really big one was uh grand poo world and (laughs) Uh, yeah, I know. So you guys don't, if you guys don't know who Grand Pooh Bear is and, and Barbarous King, uh, that's what the whole thing. He made Grand Pooh World for his friend uh, Grand Pooh Bear. Um, and it kind of blew up. It was kind of a mix of old and new, new Kaizo. And it was right also around the Mario Maker one time. So it's like a lot of other people were starting to like get into it. And that was the first big boom of Kaizo is, uh, is about like, when did Mario Maker one Mario Maker one come out? Oh uh, man, it was a while ago. Kind of, kind of sounds synonymous with the uh, societal progression of uh, instant gratification and move, 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 move. <laughs> you, you think oh action, God, action, you think action? Maybe, you think it, that maybe it very Kaizo much is. impacted our world? Maybe Kaizo started a fucking snowball and everyone. Maybe attention Every- rate went down from there yeah pointing right. to tiktok maybe it was kaizo mario the whole time Facts, dude. that was it she'll look into this that was it, dude so that was that was the first big boom it was right there around 2015 
and uh, you had people like Pangea Panga, who people have heard of because of um, Game Grump stuff, where they tried to play his like impossible levels. Yes. Um, yeah. And after it just started growing and growing, and people started trying to feel see what could we do that's never been done, or how can we make this harder? How can we make this even more difficult? So you roll to 2019, and the second installment of the Grand Pool World series comes out, and that all of a sudden it just almost everybody that i like watch that's newer in kaizo said that they got into kaizo because of watching grand Pooh world 2 and just seeing like this amazing story told with no lines uh, of crashing a boat and ending up on an island and every all the levels kind of flow into one each other one another so whereas like it started as start and stop obstacle start and stop obstacle it turned into this entire game with stories and uh and subplots and hidden stuff one of the coolest things about grand poodle 2 if you select the second player option and then you start select out of the first level it brings you it brings you to a luigi only level that's important for solving the puzzle that keeps you from getting to the end of the game and you have to find that out. So there's like new secrets. There's cool stuff. I mean, just interesting, fucking great stuff. And we, you know, we're here now, like in in 2024, and people have entire like cutscenes in oh the God, Mario really? game. Ooh. Yeah, it, yeah. Oh, entire entire cutscenes, people and dialogue. Uh, there's a very famous um, hack where they recreated the story of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> awesome. and i mean it's like it's like and you can totally tell you can totally tell when you get to nibelheim it's like it looks like nibelheim costa oh del sol God. you're in a beach uh you're on a beach level all the boss sprites are all miniaturized versions like 2d versions of final fantasy enemies that sounds so cool it, it's it, <laughs> it's so great to see where everything we've come from such a like a small portion of of gamers to now like thing it's just amazing to see what it's become yeah i mean it 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 sounds pretty phenomenal it i mean this sounds like one of those things that i would watch like a three-hour youtube video on going over <laughs> the fucking history of it and and the you know notable oh, actually people, like uh, some summoning salt shit so actually one of the like original kaizo dudes glitch cat seven uh he put out like a it's like a four or five hour long video about the history of kaizo and some oh, of it actually can date back to the the original smb1 that someone did a modification to smb1 that made it kaizo technically kaizo just stands for rearranged but it's been more adapted to a certain type of of hack now because there's also like a standard hack that's like your if somebody built a level that was supposed to look like a regular smb3 level or a regular super mario world level no crazy tricks just enemies running power-ups they have those too which are which are really cool too kind of kind of surreal to just hear how much of a community has become around that when it's fucking um, beautiful man it's yeah like, especially it feels when like in, some early 2000s shit still so. Well, that that's the cool thing about it. It's like it's it's kind of like a retro 
experience within the communities, you, you know, alongside of this, you know, triple A bullshit that everybody else is going through. It's like we we found something that we liked that's, you know, not like super retro, but like modernized. That's we don't care about triple A. It's fucking all about Kaizo. It's it's great, dude. It puts it puts fun. I, I'm simple first. man. I see jump, I jump. Simple <laughs> man. Hey, what was the name of that guy that made that hour long video you were talking about? Or the uh, glitch cat seven, twitch.tv slash glitch get glitch clat glitch cat seven. If anybody wants to watch him, he's a cool dude, very 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 awesome, down to earth guy. He's actually a, a comic book artist and a, a musician too. He he kind of does a little bit of everything. Very cool guy. Dope. Okay, I've got it set aside. I'm gonna. That's gonna be a fucking incredible time. I bet. It's a it's a fun journey. So I I see here you've also been going through uh, some of the older COD titles. How's that? Oh, been? Yeah. So we How's were talking that been? About that <laughs> well, okay. So I, I had never played uh, the original Modern Warfare campaign. Um, oh. I, I started right with Modern Warfare 2 and then went on. So I had to pick up anything that happened in COD like along the way. Didn't really know. So it's like Modern Warfare 2, I hit that. It was really good. I loved it. I still remember loving it. It was, you know, that scene where uh, where Shepard turns on you and shoots you at the. Yeah. At the uh, COD. Yeah, dude, that. Ooh. Yeah. By the helicopter. Yeah. Everybody's ready on that next level. Everybody's ready. <laughs> Shepard's a piece then, of like, shit. Black, Black Ops. Oh yeah, dude. Black Ops one and Black Ops two, fucking amazing, dude. Especially Black Ops two was not given the credit as far as story and being able to change your guns, like, <laughs> so you didn't have to just like get given what they give you. Yeah. But then I got to Black Ops three, and it's like, this What's is the most weird, far fetched. Yep fucking crazy yep nonsense nonsense and everybody was like yep. oh but christopher maroney from law and orders in it it's like <laughs> and it was so confusing oh it was yeah, so confusing. it's like who okay so so is it taylor inside the frozen forest or is it just like his <laughs> mind or is it just the ai's portion of it or what but he has all of it but he has function what so he tucks he rips out his link right he rips out the neural link right at the end and then, uh, and then he's still there. It's like, but that's <laughs> you're you're stepping all over your own fucking story. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I I playing Black Ops one and two in Modern Warfare. It was just like these are so good and they're so much fun. Just reminded me of how good those games were and how single player FPS like sort of fell off. Oh, that's so. Here's the thing, and some of my friends have been giving me shit for this, but I, I don't listen to them only because they haven't played it yet. <laughs> the most recent Modern Warfare games were also really good. Not just from a story perspective, but just seeing how technology has advanced within video games since then. I mean, there there is some overlap with like the Modern Warfare, the OG Modern Warfare stories, like Shepard still turns on you like, like the piece of shit he is in, in uh, Modern Warfare 2. But they do kind of change the story just a little bit, but both ways. The like the act like the most recent Modern Warfare campaigns are actually pretty fun, actually like really good too. So I don't know. I mean, believe my it or not, my friends. 
believe it or not, my dad's been fucking sending me videos of the newer Modern Warfare's, like, <laughs> you know, because oh, he's playing he's, it. No, oh, yeah. not not yet, but he's a he's a big graphics graphics junkie when it comes to video games and anything that looks really clean. Um, oh well, yeah. Now now that he's kind of like, you know, getting settled into work and getting on the end uh, end of times. Um, yeah. he's been asking me, uh, like what console he should get into and he's going to probably get back into gaming and stuff like that. So yeah, he's been sending me like modern warfare three videos and stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, but it's, you it's missed a enough, lot. If you you missed a lot. <laughs> if you look up the clean house campaign story from, uh, modern warfare 2019, just, just look up clean house on YouTube. That is my, probably, I mean, besides like Gillies in the Mist, one of my all time favorite yeah. story missions. And there are actual people who, like, people who were in the military who actually reviewed that specific mission just because of like the, the tactical approach that they took to infiltration in that, in that mission. It's, it is so good, man. It, they, they did a great job. That's the one where you're, that's the one where you're clearing out all the safe houses looking for Al Assad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're clearing. Okay, you're yeah. Clearing that's a. I, I remember that from COD Four, and that was a badass level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of the few yeah, levels they, I actually really did, really did enjoy. Yeah, man. Really good, man. Old man's probably gonna get a PS Five, dude. Okay. Damn. He was he was asking me, he's like, should I go Xbox or PlayStation? I'm like, you're not gonna be playing multiplayer. Get a fucking PlayStation. The fuck? <laughs> 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 the hell? <laughs> Or exclusive, you'll you'll have a you'll have a greater time, especially with graphics and shit. But on the side yeah, of that, yeah, he's, he's a graphics nut for sure. He's probably also gonna get end up getting a PC for like flight simulators and stuff too. So it's like, what, what like you gotta you gotta pick something, man. <laughs> One of these days, my dream is to do that exact thing: is to fucking get a souped up like flight simulator thing. And get like one of those simulation cockpits and shit when I've got too much money to spend and no idea what to spend it on. Bro, I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna build one of those like sim racing setups where you fucking emulate the whole front of a fucking car. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Fucking uh, one of my uncles actually is I guess kind of halfway there. Um, he's got like he's more into like the uh, like. 747 like passenger plane kind of simulator um Mm. so he's got you know he's got the whole yoke and everything um he just uh he's got the whole like the whole throttle set um and he just bought one of those um i guess you could call it like a like one of the radio um the radio equipment it literally you know has all the numbers all the dials and everything so you can tune your radio station um to you know whatever off of it so he's like sending me pictures of it and he's like dude i'm gonna i gotta hit up your dad you know go fly tandem again like (laughs) (laughs) apparently that Apparently that was a big thing that they used to do back in the day. Like they would they would land set up right next to each other and just fucking play pilot co pilot, <laughs> fucking back in the days. Damn. I mean, honestly, yeah. that's a that's a special kind of lit. I, I you know, it's a different kind of experience. I get it. It's 100%. it's really cool. Hell yeah. Um, 
I I still personally want to if I'm gonna invest in a in a flight sim, I think I'm gonna fully drop out into DCS world. Um, God, I would love to just kind of you know get in the cockpit of like a F eighteen or some shit all over again. Um, That'd be cool. The one thing that they don't have is they still don't have a fucking actual F twenty two in that game yet and it it kind of it's the one thing holding me back from hitting that purchase button right now Mm. (laughs) i'm gonna be honest where i'm at planes are cool give me a spaceship dude give me a fucking spaceship (laughs) honestly yeah i mean listen i got i got a hosa setup that i use that i clip onto my fucking table and I've used it for Star Citizen a couple times, and I rigged it up to do, like, Elite Dangerous, and we did, like, No Man's Sky a little bit. I I just want a good spaceship game that I can build a whole fucking nerdy little cockpit for, and I can go shoot other people or run shit place to play. Basically, I need Star Citizen to get finished and to be an actual good video game. I need I've, been, I've been wanting to just get, like, just cut the bullshit by two fucking twin sticks and just go back to Elite Dangerous for a few fucking weeks. Dude, twin sticks is the way to go. That's the whole sauce thing I got going. Um, yeah. I honestly, I would say though, listen, one of the things that I love doing the most in those games is trench running. I love racing. I love like flying low to the ground and doing tricks and shit. That's just who I am. And do a barrel roll. When you look at, yeah, like I listen. If I'm in a fucking spaceship, I want to be Luke Skywalker. I want to be running the trenches and blowing up the fucking Death Star. That's me. Um, and so, <laughs> I um, when you watch how that process plays out between Elite Dangerous and then Star Citizen, you will never want to go back to Elite Dangerous. It's For it's real, just like so that, huh? different. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's literally that much better. And I have some buddies I've been playing with, and they've got thousands of hours in Elite Dangerous, and they agree with me. It's just, it's it looks better, it carries momentum better. Um, there are people that do like montages of flying around tight corners, low on planets and shit, and it just, it it it's more fun to watch. Like it's 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 totally different. Um, all and that you can being actually said, actually go into first person and citizen, right? yes yeah you can. Oh, okay yeah you can you can fly from the cockpit and stuff um it's it's good it's just the game itself is like not very performant it's pretty buggy um it's kind of boring otherwise like making money um but it's good i'm sorry i'm sorry did you say that bethesda game was buggy yeah we're <laughs> surprised <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what why Bethesda can't shake that. Like they yeah. can't shake that. They're never gonna beat those allegations. Every game, it's like, which is like, I, I think at this point it's almost like if they if they made a game that wasn't a little buggy, we would be like, is it really a Bethesda game? Yeah. Wait, who makes this Star point. Citizen? No, Star Citizen is. Um, oh, you're, you're thinking Star of. Starfield. We're thinking of. Starfield. He's Starfield, yeah. Now, listen, Field, I was sorry, say, my bad. My don't bad. get me started on Starfield. Right. That made me very sad. Very, <laughs> I was very, very fucking sad. Um, I still haven't gotten Star past Citizen? like the first 20 minutes of that game. Oh, God, dude, don't <laughs> mind me. 
remind me. Um, yeah, Star Citizen is um, it's an indie project, kind of. I mean, they've made millions and millions of dollars, but they're in like perpetual like alpha or beta, and they're never gonna come out. <laughs> kind of like Escape from Tarkov. Gotcha. Um, so. But it's cool. I mean, it's cool. The game, as it is right now, you can play it, and it's got these massive ships that you can get in and walk around in. Um, you can... I mean, it's it's really dope. It sounds really cool on paper, and then you, you get into the game, <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna mine for money. And then you mine for, like, 20 minutes, and you're like, holy fucking shit, shoot me. <laughs> um, but you know the other things are cool about it I, I've had cool experiences in it but is it like, is it like mining an RP it. um no it's it's like way harder it's oh, um, I was gonna say it's worse I was like damn well it is kind of worse um oh, it's Jesus Christ it's I mean it's a life simulator it, that's kind of what it is like they want it to be a universe simulator it's not just about spaceship it's not just about all this shit like you load in and you lead a an actual life. Like you could role play in it way better than you could with like GTA RP, I bet. Ooh, um, yeah. Oh yeah. But now we're talking. Is, I'm listening now. Yeah, but the the idea is is you go in and you have a ship from your your initial package that you buy in on. Um and then you are let loose into the universe to do any number of jobs to make money in any way you please. Um and when you're mining, you have to go and you have to get a ship that's big enough to carry the mining vehicle. You have to rent the mining vehicle, get in your ship and fly it all the way to the planet. And then stop the ship, open the cargo door, pull the vehicle out and then go mine the shit individually, like each rock. I mean, it's like every bit of the process you have to do. And it's, oh, so it's not just asteroid mining like everything else. Correct. And I think you can asteroid mine or maybe that's coming up, but um, it's a lot of it is like on foot because the game, unlike Elite Dangerous, was made with the intention of getting out of your ship and maneuvering around it. And um, I mean, there are really cool moments, too. Like there were some times where I'd be out mining and I would watch another ship land in the distance and I would just pull out a gun and go sneak up on them and fucking take them out and then go take their ship wherever I wanted it and like go sell it to somebody, you know, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty fucking dope sometimes. And then other times you're sitting there just mining away at rocks and you're like, cool, I could be doing anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's complicated, but it's, it's got uh, a very promising future. I think it's pretty neat. I, I think if I, I think if Eve did something Oh man. You know, more expansive like that that's mm-hmm. not like a you know, third person view of, you know, a basically a third person MMO tab target thing. Like I think that would that would probably be it right there. Yeah. Cuz they they already have all the mechanics. It's just a third person tab target. You know. Yeah, dude. You dam- just made damage so much numbers, money. hope hope your roles are better than mine haha <laughs> like <laughs> i'd be very curious to know what kind of money eva's made i mean i'm sure lots and lots of money right dude they've um have you not seen the story of like um people actually spending you know up like whole clans spending an upwards of around a billion dollars 
just in like yeah no i i've seen some of those. that's why i'm saying like yeah they kind of have to be in the cash yeah well i i don't i don't think it's like i don't think it's like one-to-one like actual u.s dollars i think it's kind of like a converted kind of like microtransaction thing but still it's like you know people have possibly paid this much money into at least ship customizations and to just to get into these battles to lose their whole entire fucking ship, you know? Yeah. Well, That's and there cool. are there are a lot of those like stories that go uh, like, I don't know, they, they blast out of their intended audience when like two big guilds are getting ready to fight each other and like some drama happens and yeah and the crazy thing is like when one side loses it's really crazy because that's like thousands of dollars worth of shit that they spent money on that's just gone now yep um i mean it's kind of wild and i'm very surprised with the knowledge that they have and the money that they've made from that game that they haven't made like a like a more expansive more involved space game that's just Hon- weird to me honestly now that i think about it at the end of the day albion online is just like a semi medieval watered down version of eve really <laughs> yeah that's pretty much all it is honestly <laughs> i haven't tried that yet so you played uh, you said you played the silent hill 2 preview how did that go no no i didn't play it so that yeah i don't know if you guys have seen all the fucking craziness that's been going on like online with people really upset about they had the the combat preview yeah yeah oh no what happened i haven't watched it yet i've been kind of scared too but i have seen the twitter discourse so let me just i i have let me just say this real quick silent hill fans Deserve less. <laughs> Deserve <laughs> less. Bro, they're remaking the second game, which we never thought we'd ever get a remake of any of those games because Konami is in gambling fucking flux. Yeah. You know, they're doing that thing. Uh, and then, like, they show this combat trailer because it was asked of them. Because it was asked of them. And people flip out. Now, we could discuss for the next 12 hours what is and isn't a silent hill game or what makes a silent game i'm not going to get into those semantics that's that's ridiculous what i am going to say is that silent hill 2 had no meaningful combat everything was attack animations and getting stuck in corners and cheesing bosses now now silent hill has meaningful combat things look like actual battles they look it looks more intense and not just because it's faster over the shoulder third person because you actually have a strategy you can move you can do these things that you couldn't do in the original one and for people to like lose it over the fact that they're oh yeah because it's not you know we we all remember tank yeah the og yeah we all remember tank (laughs) controls yeah i can't just step to the side i have to turn 90 degrees and then walk (laughs) okay but like listen tank controls have a very special place in my heart as someone whose first ever game ever was resident evil 2 and i i i think the hate for tank controls is a little exaggerated that's all i'll say I don't. Resident Evil 2's problem was the camera angles. No, hey, that is literally like the best part about Resident (laughs) Evil 2, dude. 
camera angles, bro. That's the, that's the <laughs> best part about it. Hey, Twitter, please don't take this one and run with it. Resident Evil 2 had Resident Evil 2 had the had the dick pick angles, bro. It was, yeah, like, it was always just like the fucking. It was a pioneer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking brilliant. It was ahead of its time. It was incredible. It was so fucking good. And I'll be honest, like, listen, I mean, I know you get into an area and you're like, holy fuck, this looks so like bizarro world. And then you go around a corner and you're getting chased by a zombie. You are not going to yep. tell me that you are not more fucking scared because you are in that dumb fucking camera angle. That, that is, I think that oh, is absolutely. I think that is literally the entire point. And I think that it helps the game. I think that like not really being in full control of who you are and what yeah. you're looking at. Like when I'm getting fucking chased from my life around a corner, I'm shitting my pants already. And then I come around the corner and I'm like, what button do I even hold to go that way? Now suddenly I'm yeah. crying. I'm fucking, I'm ready. I'm like, life is flashing before my eyes. I'm ready to pause the game and never come back, you know? 100%. 100%. And that also brings up that like those old REs had a much more huge like skill entry gap because yeah dude like it, you you you're running from something in the first time you're in an area and you hit a new camera angle and it's like where am i standing where is something where am i supposed to be running yeah. and what, you have to you're taking everything for the first time everything especially like listen i got adhd like a motherfucker when i when i hit my door i have no idea why i went out there it, it's it's done same thing with RG. <laughs> i turn a camera i turn a corner camera angle changes it's gone not a thought in my head <laughs> damn straight damn straight and let's not even get started on the door animations really that think... take 30 whole seconds oh my god oh my <laughs> god They're my favorite thing i think oh they really gosh. add to listen when someone is chasing and trying to bite my ass and i run up to this door and i press a button and suddenly everything just stops and then the door opens and makes a fucking creepy ass sound yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> or you go back to Resident Evil One where you had to walk up the stairs and it showed oh step by step. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. I need to. I need to play through them again. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Good. Oh man. But I really, I really think Silent Hill Two. I don't know. Like, so if you guys have ever heard of Bloober, the company that's making Silent Hill Two right now, the remake, yeah. they are a fucking failure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's one good Bloober game. It's called. Uh, it's called control um but if you guys have ever played layers of fear layers of fear it seems like it's good and then it turns out to just be shitty layers of fear 2 wasn't good either there's a bunch of these games they're really really horrible with handling stuff like um accurate depictions of mental health Uh, yeah if you guys have ever watched uh or played the blair witch game that came out a while ago oh yeah yeah yeah. that was bluebird that was fucking awful terrible it was terrible and uh so i i already don't have very big expectations but from what we saw in the preview like nothing that they showed leads me to believe that something's wrong i still just don't think it's going to be good you're taking you're taking a game with a rabid fan base and it's the most popular in the entire series of like 12, 13, 14, probably like 20 games now. Yeah. And you, you think you're going to make it and it's going to be perfect. Listen, I was 
RE4 did it, and somehow they they accomplished what they wanted. But dude, it's I think it's gonna get eaten alive. I think it's gonna get eaten alive. Dude, I I really do but think Silent that Hill, they... Silent Hill fans deserve less. <laughs> I, I really do think that being said that they looked at capcom and they were like oh fuck they're like they're making a lot of money doing this and then they're like well i mean we could do it too and then that I, I don't know i don't know i think blooper could really yeah. easily fuck it That's up right. but also if it like i'm praying for it to be good just because i want a good silent hill 2 remake that's it i just want one we we've we've been too long without Silent Hill and uh I mean well they they just released um that uh, the free game for the PS5 uh the yes. short message I haven't checked and, that I out And I mean yet, that either. was but people are already like oh this isn't like a real Silent Hill game it's like oh, it's, we're back to the fucking uh Breath of the Wild discourse well it's a good game but it's not a good Zelda game shut up yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the one thing I wish Shut would up. just die with the whole like remake community. It's like it, it's you can't you can't have the expectations of the old and expect them to be transferred to the new. You know, it's it's just not gonna happen. And yeah. it and I think that that whole kind of generality around the whole remake thing is kind of what you know again gives gives these gamers the expect unrealistic expectations of i deserve you know a game that i want like no you don't you it's, <laughs> it's a fucking entertainment in- industry nobody's catering to one works. person yeah not at all like fucking drop your fucking ego and go fucking you know take a coding course yourself and then figure it out, dude. Like, well, you saw that with all the discourse when RE three remake came out and everybody shit mm-hmm. on that game and it's like, yeah, three make is not that bad. I mean, it's it's not amazing, but it's not bad. So to call it, I mean, objectively two bad. Good. Three was, yeah, two was it, wonderful. It, two it's was like wonderful. It's yeah. like if Rare came out with Conquer's Bad Fur Day nowadays. It's not oh. gonna be the same fucking game, uh, but well, true, but like, still give it to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. I'll, I will I, consume literally it. Literally, <laughs> like my my top fucking three list of of IPs that I would like revived faithfully. It, it conquers in there. Yeah, but like, if they do do it, it's not gonna be the exact same fucking game, obviously. So yeah. it's like. You're gonna have those people still complain. Whoa, it doesn't have N64 control. Fucking get out of here, dude. Then we have two sticks now, boys. Yeah, like, yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get him. Get him. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. Get him. You're not wrong. That's a, like, that's a fact, fuck, man. It's I would just... like to point out as well, real quick, before we move too far away from the Silent Hill discourse. Um, that Silent Hill game that came out for free on the PlayStation 5, I know I've seen people saying shit like, oh, it's not like a real Silent Hill game. Um, I just want to point out that the um, creature design in that game was done by Masahiro Ito, who is literally the guy that made Pyramid Head for and did Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3. So... I don't. I don't know what more you could fucking want from that. I mean. Oh, and when you see when you see the creature the first time, it's fucking shocking. I won't. I won't spoil it, but. Oh man, I'm yeah. excited. Oh, it's it's uh, it's uh, I'll tell you, great game, great cool. game. I'm excited to try it. 
Oh, hey, Mike, maybe you can answer this for me real quick. Um, mm-hmm. So my dad was looking at a PS5 bundle, and I haven't seen a bundle in a while, so maybe you can weigh in on this. It's the PS5 2.8 terabyte um, co- comes with the Spider-Man 2 for seven ninety four. So... The only problem with me answering this is that I don't have a PS5. Oh, I thought so you I did. Actually, no. Seven ninety four sounds kind of high, right? Yeah, I that's what I was thinking. Like that's pretty high. I do feel like that's pretty high. Even I mean, for usually... coming with Spider Man mm-hmm. Five, because the regular the regular PS fives only come with like a terabyte hard drive, right? Yes. Okay, that. So it's like a two and a half so... terabyte upgrade with Spider Man for. Two and a half terabyte. I'm oh, seeing one, like one and a half, uh, sorry. I'm seeing like the slim console at <laughs> with Spider-Man two for five hundred at Best Buy, um, but it looks like it's sold out. It might be that it's a scalper that's like selling it for higher because they're hard to get. But they do have the regular PS fives. There's the slim console digital edition for four forty nine. I mean, yeah, that, that just seems yeah. really fucking high for just Spider Man and one and a half more terabytes. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'd, I'd have to agree on this one. I'd have to agree. Sick. Nice teamwork, team. Yeah, we we did that one. Like that. Break. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Well, we're actually pretty damn close to an hour. Yeah, Unless you guys be... have any closing thoughts, um, I think we can get by with the social plugs and get this up on the YouTubes. The YouTubes? I just noticed I still have Nico's name in the fucking... God damn it. I, I saw that. I was like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead and tell them, tell them, tell them about, about your day You know, uh, so far, J-Dog. Let them know my day oh my god what you mean you mean the fact that i woke up like 25 minutes before <laughs> before podcast started and completely we skipped the pre-show i was like are we not gonna pre-show today i was like wait i'm, I'm oh. so uh, for for those of you who haven't heard um you know since i'm i'm in mountain standard time in arizona right now because arizona is weird um you know, all our time zones are actually fucked up. Like, Juice is an hour behind me. Kyle's an hour ahead of me. We're all kind of all over the fucking place. Um, I've been staying up stupid ass late playing RP till about 5 a.m. for like the last <laughs> week. So I figured, you know, I'll be a responsible human being uh, tonight and go to bed around midnight. Two hours later, I finally end up going to bed. <laughs> course i was like i took some advil pm because i'm like all right that's eight hours of sleep that'll get me to like 10 o'clock i won't wake up too groggy or anything i go to bed to set my alarm i set it for 11 a.m my time but i forgot to turn it on (laughs) so i wake up at 2 fucking 35 with a text from mike and he's like so what are we doing the pre-show (laughs) <laughs> and meanwhile i wake up to christina you know laying next to me in the bed probably 
like been awake for the past hour or so. I'm just like, so you didn't even bother trying to like, you know, wake me up or anything. You, you know, you, we've done XP share for almost a year now. And you know, like, okay, dude. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you know, cause she's probably like, what? It's like, okay. Yeah, All right. No, All like, right. She's like, how am I supposed to know? Like, because we haven't been doing this for the last like year, you know, like <laughs> even if it's on an off Sunday, at least like, hey, aren't you doing XP share today? No, I'm not. It's an off week. Like, you know, I, that's the worst that could happen, you know? <laughs> so, you know, fucking 2.35 trying to get everybody ready. And <laughs> even Kyle was like, Oh, so we're going in an hour, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's fuck. like, no, actually, we're starting in 15 minutes. Like, oh. <laughs> okay. I'm dude. literally streaming. Like, yeah, I got another hour. Fuck it. This, dude, this time zone shit sucks, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, I think we're gonna, we're gonna, I think the best idea is to just keep it here, just because, again, it's, it's an hour behind for Mike. It's an hour ahead for Kyle. Um, and if we do go straight PST, it's just going to fuck everything up more. Um, so I think I'm just going to blast that out to kind of get it in everybody's heads. Uh, cause I think a lot of, uh, a lot of our community here has been kind of flabbergasted as well. Like, Oh shit, you guys started already. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> but yeah, I'm here. um, that was my morning. Um, X, if you want to start off throwing down socials, feel free to put them in the chat. Uh, shout them out. Whatever your heart desires. Uh, yeah, you can find me. I'm usually only streaming right now, Sunday and Monday, and uh, I'm streaming my mostly my hat creation. So if you want to see how uh, how Mario World hacking, you can come drop by twitch.tv slash it's I-T-Z-E-C-K-S. I'm actually not in the chat right now because I had to shut everything because my internet was not cooperating. So if someone could plug that in there for me, that would be I got you, Doug. much appreciated. Billy wants our autographs for a future <laughs> reference. True. Every single one of us. I'll give it Oh, up. yeah? <laughs> Michael? You're all, I think I got a pen. I'll, I'll sign my camera like they do at the U.S. Open. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, Linktree here, brothers and brotherettes. Um yeah, unfortunately I don't have juice went on everything. Some things is one name, some things is another. So just use Linktree. You know, makes makes life easy. Makes Linktree's great. There's me. The beacons, bro. The beacons. Um I've still you well, know, if I could I, just real quick thank you guys for having me on and uh, just all that. This was a this was a ton of fun to get to talk talk shop with with you guys. Oh, of course, we'd uh, great time. Love time. love to have you back at some point. Um, I'm gonna um, I need to just start reaching out to people because we're getting at the end of our um, end of our list of people to contact. So uh, we're gonna have to start <laughs> doing some homework here. Um, the thing is, we have we have people we can definitely job to for sure so oh we we do for sure it's just the fact of you know i think we should getting them to uh, fill out the form so we're aligned (laughs) to be honest i think being 
like close to 20 episodes deep i think i think we kind of got a little bit of credibility now too i yeah. would not doubt that with the right email we could get like some we could get like some indie devs in here to talk about shit or, or some other you know gaming shit going on I, I think we should do some shit like that soon yeah maybe plan think, like yeah. those like a couple of weeks out but um i do actually that does remind me i did um remember i said i hit up a bunch of people like end of september um mm -hmm. so maybe i'll follow up with some of them because a lot of them said like yeah this year isn't good for us blah 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 stuff like that so maybe i can poke some of them we could get um i know i know for a fact the um i wanted to say path of exile guys no the last epoch guys um couldn't do anything till this year that would be fun to get them on yeah. Um, also, full disclaimer, um, I finally uh, comped the Crack Media domain, um, oh, so we now have an official email for that if we Hell do yeah. go that route and not um, XP share Ophissy Cow. So um, don't don't try going to that website. There's nothing there. It's just I bought the domain, so it's ours now. Um, nobody can take it. I, I, the black hole. Yeah, I've been. I was like the past couple months. I'm like, fuck. The longer I wait for this, the more chance somebody's gonna fucking take it. Is it is it crackmedia.com or is it crack.media? It's it's cracked dash media. Unfortunately, dash. Cracked. What the fuck? If so, everywhere I looked, crackmedia.com was bidding for over four thousand dollars. Yeah, it's gonna be expensive. Yeah. We got we got a dot media domain pretty cheap though. For um, I used to well, I still do, but we haven't in a long time for this podcast. I do with some of my best buds. Um, we got we got hoodlums.media for pretty cheap. I wonder if you could find like crack.media, maybe. Okay. Be cool, uh, but I mean, this oh, one's cracked cool out media. Yeah, no, I like that actually. Um, I'll have to, <clears throat> so, uh, I'll have to look at that. Maybe go down because of um, this crack dash media I got for like, they hit me with a deal for like three dollars a month for the next year. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm I like, there's no, those. there's no way I could pass up on this right now. That, that's, that's true. At good. that point, you just grab it just because you're like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, normal shit. You can find me at jdogging anywhere, Twitch, Twitter. Um, I was gonna say Instagram and Facebook, but I don't even use those anymore. Uh, but most importantly, join our Discord, guys. If I, do you, don't join. Don't look at my stuff. Join our Discord. Discord will have all your relevant information. It has all the boys. Um, when they go live, they'll be up top in the um, in the list. So whenever Kyle streaming, Juice X, anybody streaming, you know that's that's the best way to find them. Um, and of course, we'll also have XP share information there. We, you know, put up the replays and all that, and um, soon to be some competitions, even though we've been saying that for a couple months and <laughs> haven't really solidified anything. Also, speaking of, um, guys, we need to 
set aside a time to look over these uh, video editors real quick, even though yes. I'm pretty sure yeah. we're going to go with fully custom either way. <laughs> but um, it's been fun. Thank you, X, for joining us. It was a great time. Thanks Let for me having know me. If you ever want to jump on again, um, there's always yeah. There's if you need anybody, I'm, I'm usually around on Sundays, so hell yeah always different things to talk about we can go on for hours on dumb shit but yeah what this is oh wait hold on i should probably get this going before um duh anyways this has been xp share episode 18 we will see you guys next time peace